15 years ago, the Alliance was rocked by the shocking revelation that Beacon Medical Institute had long been hiding a terrible secret behind its training reputation. The story of their corruption and horrific experimentation has been spread far and wide, while some of the details were kept from the public to allow the victims their privacy. This includes the story of the hacker who broke out, taking with her proof of what Beacon had been up to. It includes the captain, who happened to pick up the hacker's signal, rescuing her before she could get caught. And it includes the heroes who went in afterwards to secure the station, before the scientists in charge could discover the breach and scrub the project in its entirety. Today, we tell their story. Everyone knows what Beacon Station looks like, at least on the outside. It's prominently displayed on all advertisements for Beacon Medical Institute, as it is the hub of all their cutting-edge research and development. The Institute was founded by Dr. Faye Dementier on the principle of expanding the potential for all organic life in the cell brain, arc, and beyond. Over the years, they've conducted groundbreaking research in the world of biotech revolutionizing the world of cybernetic enhancements and more. That's not including the countless initiatives they support, from other research groups to charitable organizations. But beneath that shiny exterior is a truth that is yet to come out. Spectral Lamorelli, captain of the Opal Star, picked up a recent escapee from Beacon Station. That escapee stole information on her way out and whatever it was they found was enough to convince three other captains that whatever is going on there must be stopped. Spectre is taking her witness to the Alliance to get more backup, but in the meantime, someone needs to go in and secure the station so that those involved cannot destroy the evidence. That is why, approximately one hour after Spectre picked up the distress call, we see three ships drifting towards Beacon Station. Beacon Station comprises of three wings and a central security hub. Since they are currently in a down cycle, the wing housing the scientists is elsewhere while they enjoy some much needed rest. That leaves the medical research wing, the technical research wing, and the security hub. Each section needs to be secure in order to ensure that the truth of what happens survives to see the light of day. Let's see what pieces of the story will live to see tomorrow. In this year's Board the Opal Star Halloween Special. We follow the crew of the Nighthawk as they head straight for the security hub. As their ship begins its approach, the camera zooms in through the hull and we see the party. So it's time, gonna go around, introduce yourself as a person, your character, and a little bit about who your character is and what they do on this ship. I'll go first. My character's name is Velketh. He is a Madakai warrior. Just he's just sort of on the ship, you know. He's he just sort of drifts around to different crews and different places. He's a he's a good dude. 
I think what I, I one of the things I wrote is like he yeah if he likes you he will like fight he will die for you basically but if he doesn't like you you pretty much just want to stay out of his way because he that means he likes someone else and <laughs> you are now the enemy <laughs> so he's just like a big I imagine like kind of like a earthy tones like the big bulky armor stuff like he's just a big he's just a big dumb lizard guy and he's uh he's here to have a good time <laughs> and who are you as a person i'm david tilstra sorry that's usually <laughs> i'm usually so bad at these hello my name everybody my name is david tilstra i uh do this kind of stuff sometimes and it's pretty fun it's, it's an honor to be back here with you brianna jean and it's an honor to be playing with you amazing wonderful people my name is danny this is my first time playing with you all, so that'll be fun. Today, I will be playing uh, uh, Dr. Glorp Stretcher. <laughs> Dr. Glorp is a dentist, which means he's a little guy. Um, he's got his 50% legs and the rest is his, the rest of his body is the rest of him. <laughs> he's got uh, like light gray skin and uh, gray eyes and instead of hair, he's got these like maroon tentacles. <laughs> that he can do telepathy with. Um, oh, he's also, he's an engineer, he's a medic. He is a real doctor, or, or was at some point. Um, now he's just, now he's a magic doctor. And uh, yeah, that's uh, Dr. Glor. I am Ava Rogers. I've done a couple different things here with you, Brianna. Angel Day, as well as a one-shot uh, Ten Candles episode. I don't remember which one that was. But you remember you died. That was with Moonface Artemis. Yes, that one. I also do a couple other things podcast related. I'm producer and main editor for uh, the Alternia Archives, which is a bunch of really short campaigns of really anything that's not D&D. Because uh, other games exist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and I'm going to be playing Zatea, a Valna specialist. She is hacker and infiltrator and captain and team mom, whether she wants to be or not. Very reluctant mom friend. <laughs> well, it's more like, you know, these people just don't know how to stay alive anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We'll see if y'all know how to. And yeah, Volna, so cat person. <laughs> She's Primarily white with black markings. I haven't decided beyond that. And <laughs> bright yellow eyes. Very good for stealth. Mm. Yeah. And last but not least, Emily. Then there was one. <laughs> Hello, I'm Emily, known as As Was Foretold all around the internet. I was a part of the Waffle Great Avengers podcast, and now I have been recently added to the team of Game Woven. So if you haven't checked that out, you should. It is a blast, and I can't wait to get more involved with that. I also make dice, and I'm a digital artist, so you can go check out the click clacks and the pretty things. <laughs> I will be playing... Tyburn Viri, who is the only one on this team who could be confused for a human. <laughs> he is a fire-blooded Promethean who was an outlaw just sailing through space, making some cubits however they could, basically as a mercenary and infiltrator, who fell in with a ragtag bunch of gold-hearted people who want to make space a better place. I am here to break into places and shoot things. 
that supposed to be us? Are we the gold-hearted ones? We'll see. I think so. I really hope so. <laughs> we think yeah. we are. Mm. A well-meaning group of weirdos. Mm. Oh, we are definitely a group of weirdos. What a cow. Sometimes found family is a lizard dude, a cat lady, a little guy, and <laughs> and, and me, who is also a little guy <laughs> at heart. So, you were one of the ships that answered the call Spectra sent out when she got whiff of some of what Beacon was doing. She forwarded you some of the intel that Tali was able to get out on her way out, and after discussing with the other people who answered, it was decided your team was best suited to take out the security hub. Because with the way Beacon is set up, there's the central security hub and there's three wings. One of those wings is currently not there. That's the staff wing. It's been detached because it's in a low cycle because it's just part of how things work on stations, especially with research. The staff needs to take a break every once in a while. So they're currently in one of these down cycles. There's going to be not a lot of people there. The staff are off elsewhere which you can probably assume someone's going to secure that, or they'll be where the Alliance can step in and secure them once they find out what's going on. But you are here to make sure that there's still something here when the Alliance arrives. Because apparently Spectre's really worried that the second word gets out that there's been an escape, they will blow everything. Including more people than pe- you thought would be on a ship in a down cycle, because apparently they've been keeping some people there. But about the security hub, it is one of the most heavily fortified locations in all of Alliance space, and for a good reason. Beacon has a lot of dangerous research going on on the official level, and apparently the unofficial level too, and they want to make sure it's all kept secure. They also want to make sure no one finds out about their secret. If anyone wanted to break into the station, they would probably do so through one of the wings, which is only slightly less impossible, but that's not an option for you. For this to succeed, you have to get into the security hub and take control, deactivating the self-destruct protocol for the medical and technical wings so the other teams can complete their missions without being blown to kingdom come. You'll also be able to access the controls for the staff wing to help secure that for whenever the Alliance forces are ready to step in. And then from there, you'll be able to access the main security node, where you would imagine all the best kept secrets are being hidden. But first things first is you have to get onto the station. You know you can't land a ship on there. That would be very obvious. They would catch it in a heartbeat. But if you dropped from the ship and tried to break in through one of the, like, the external maintenance hatches, that would give you some more time before you have the possibility of being spotted. They do still have external security through armored drones, but you wouldn't be ringing the doorbell before you got there. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> Let us in. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy. Special delivery. Somebody order some pizzas? <laughs> we got all the pizzas right here. 
Let's go. And I'll say, you've done drops like this before? So, above the table, we need to get onto the ship, preferably without being noticed, go deactivate the first security area to, to the other wings, and then go to the second security area to get the spicy, spicy secrets. Each wing has its own security panel. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Love it. I guess that was smart of them to do. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you you have a rough layout. You know about where they are. You know that they're going to have drones and possibly other security measures. Not really sure exactly what those are because they haven't put anything on the detail that Tali was able to get. Mm-hmm. Also, you don't know the name of the person who got this information out. It's just... Here's some intel, don't question it. <laughs> like all good intel. <laughs> yeah. This is it. Deal with it. <laughs> and you also know there will be something in the center. Okay. That you don't know what's in there. Okay. Currently, we're sort of en route to, to Beacon, or we're like floating above it, like, and we're about to like Fortnite drop into it. If y'all want to have a conversation before you do the drop, David does, but uh, <laughs> but I don't know if uh, if Zelkith really is into into conversations. <laughs> you see him literally standing like at like the whatever the drop areas. The, All right, the cargo let's go. bay, probably. <laughs> yeah, the cargo bay. All right, ready? Are we ready to do this thing? Are we gonna ready to drop in? Um, uh, no, no, we need to talk about it first. What are we doing? Oh, <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. He puts down his axe, and it looks very sci-fi, but it also looks very <laughs> cool still. <laughs> it's like... Like a like a neat vibro axe. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Like one that has, like, a power button on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of LED lights. That's, that's Zelkath's kind of whole vibe, just... Like, you know, and like people have like gaming computers and there's just LED lights coming from all different angles. That's okay. Does it have a rainbow setting? Uh, he looks at his, he looks down at his like chest plate, switches, switches a little dial and he starts to kind of vibrate different rainbow colors and says, I, I didn't know that. Yes, now it does. Wonderful. All right. <laughs> so Zelketh is a cyberpunk fan. Got it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> In like eighth grade, someone told him about LEDs and he just has not grown out of that since. <laughs> Nice axe, bro. Thank you. It's my favorite (laughs) axe that I own. (laughs) All right, plan time. Plan is simple. We get in, disable security, pull all of the information we can find, and leave. That does seem pretty simple, actually, yeah. So we're going to jump out of the plane? I feel like it's missing a few steps there. Like the how. Hmm. <laughs> I hack the security. You keep everything from killing me. That, wow. <laughs> Amazing plan. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I have a tech ability that can help you hack as well. Um, I know we know this because we've done this many times, but I'd like to say it <laughs> again again. <laughs> in case someone else is listening in on this conversation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just a repeat of the Altari job mm. back last month. Mm. Two months cycles ago? What when was that? I don't know. Time's an illusion. <laughs> I always thought time was a donut, but illusion also works. A construct, so yeah, they both fit in there. Right. 
So we, we drop in from the Nighthawk. Great name, by the way. I just like like to let you all know it's a really fantastic name. <laughs> we drop in, bash up some robots, and disable the security. Or is there a, a better way, a sneaky way? Looking over to Ava's character. I'm sorry, I missed the, the name. Zatea. Zatea. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Looking over to Zatea. There is always a sneakier way. Ooh. Valcat twi- switches his light, the light again, and it turns like, it just dims a little bit. <laughs> there is always a sneakier way. You're right. <laughs> still rainbow, though. Yeah, still just like big, not <laughs> sneaky, not silent. <laughs> just ready to just rumble, you know? Let's be real. Zatea, you absolutely have a way to remotely turn those off by now. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a little button. <laughs> Even if Belkath didn't give it to you, you absolutely mm. just have an immediate hack to just <laughs> off. Wonderful. Yeah. Absolutely love it. You can also turn them on remotely too. Because mm. <laughs> distraction. It's a it's a double it's a two two edged sword right there. Or a double double blade? I don't know. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Keep going. <laughs> Double-edged sword. Double-edged sword. That's the saying I was looking for. <laughs> you were close. No, no. We, lo- we love malapropsisms here. <laughs> <laughs> Just follow what I do and try not to trip over your own feet. I mean, that, that was one job like eight cycles ago. Uh, I, it was very loud when I did trip and fall into that vat of trombones <laughs> just made so much noise uh, and I, I am very sorry about that but I will do better next this time this time I redeem myself did you say vat of trombones I did <laughs> I, I think the word you were looking for is turbines but we'll go we'll that's fine, vat that's, of fine. Tur- that's what it was it, words confuse me sometimes but uh yeah it's all right it was noisy the best thing to do with the trombone is melt it down <laughs> So yeah, Valketh, like he he's he's ready to roll. He's he is on board with the plan. With if you guys if you guys are ready for it. Uh, I mean, yeah, sure. Um, maybe I'll just uh, be in the back though. Yeah, the day hits the button to open the door <laughs> for the drop. Right, right, here we go. <laughs> just sucked out the airline. You hit the button. Everyone just plummets. <laughs> All right. Falling silently, but Tiburon inside is just like. <laughs> Wee. <laughs> I love it. It is kind of fun falling through the vacuum of space. Mm. It's a little weird, mm-hmm. but the view is gorgeous. And as you were just hurtling towards the, the station, you can see the other two ships making their way to the other to the other wings. I was like, actually, you're probably hacking. And there's like a maintenance entrance that's near where the staff wing would connect to. Hmm. Uh, as we're falling, I just uh, tap our, uh, our our captain. I do um, amplify ability. Ooh. If you um, a D4 to your ability checks. Ooh. And and how long does that last? Uh, I'll keep Is doing it... it every time I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Got a lot yeah, of you're, you're used to the constant pats. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh no, it's a minute. So. Okay. 
before they've even hit the ground, as soon as they're in 90 feet of the hatch door, they're already connecting to it. <laughs> All right. I have an interface cloner, which I can use one of its charges for remote connection. Okay. Do you need to roll, or is that just a thing that happens? Just a thing that happens. It just allows me to access it without being right next to it. Okay. So they've got virtual controls in front of them, and they're already tr- hacking into it before they've landed. <laughs> Give me a computer's check. First roll of the game. That is a 23 mm. without the D4 bonus. <laughs> Note to self, um, raise the DC. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing. <laughs> Plus 12. Hell yeah. <laughs> We're really good right. at what we do. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at what I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have complete control of this hatch. Right, like, within seconds before your feet hit the hull. So it turns green, hit the ground, and we're in. Yeah, oh my goodness, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. And can everyone give me a stealth check as you head, as you disappear into this maintenance Oh, hatch? boy. <laughs> 18 for uh, Velketh. I got 15. Also, fantastic name, Dr. Glorp. <laughs> <laughs> Got a 14, but... Ooh. Uh, 20. Whoa! <laughs> With a 5 on the die. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> I'm really good at what I do. Rogues are so cool. <laughs> Very good. One of you managed to get in without getting spotted by an armored drone. Oh. Only one? Oh, no. <laughs> Wonder who that was. Yeah. <laughs> The one who got a 20. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys, I think we're really nailing this one. Well, this is looking to be our best adventure yet. I'm very excited about this one. Correction. These are really bad perception. Ooh, wonderful. <laughs> so as the door closes, I'll say, Zataya, you, know, you see the gleam of an armored drone passing by? But it gives no indication that it spotted you. And now you're inside. There's no air, but there is gravity. Hmm. Mm. This maintenance hatch connects to an area that's like about the size of a broom closet. And then there's another door. So you're a little squished in here, but it's easy to get into the hallway. Yep, so take a minute, make sure there's not another drone right around the corner before we open the door. Roll perception. Oof. Oh no! Uh, I think I have a thing. If you roll a one on any wisdom, perception, or intelligence investigation check to reveal a hidden object or enemy, you can re-roll the die and must use the new roll. Perceptive vigilance. Alright, let's see what the second roll is. 20. That's better. That's a a lot better. (laughs) A little bit. My passive perception, by the way, is 23, just for GM's reference. God. That's impressive. (laughs) Very good at what I do. (laughs) You are very good. So you you squish through the party in this tiny cramped space and press your ear to the door. I'll say there's like just enough air in here for sound to travel. It's like you can't breathe, but you can hear. You can hear just general like humming of energy 
power flowing through the space, but there's currently nothing in the hallway. Alright, let me keep moving. As you step into the hallway and look around, it's really dark in here. There's just some, like, ambient lights. You imagine sometimes they have to have techs in here and so, so, like, they need some amount of lighting, but it's... It's eerie. And it's quiet, aside from the low thrumming. But you are able to very easily find the door to where they have the security controls for the staff wing. Who's going in first? What the? I am. I'm ready. Before we go in further... I'm going to use Pass Without Trace nice. on all of us. Awesome. Hell yeah. Probably should have done that on the ship, but meh. Ooh, I made it. We just draw. So everybody gets a plus 10 bonus to dex. Wonderful. Checks for <clears throat> stealth. Nice. That'll be helpful, because Zatea. Yeah. <laughs> Give me a stealth check as you sneak in, as you open the door and head into this room. Cool. Diet. I mean, amplifiability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that'll be a 35 <laughs> with the plus 10. <laughs> Excellent. So you step into the room. Zatea just went back to next Thursday. <laughs> or last Thursday. It's pretty open space you see there is an area for where they have all of the controls you would have to kind of go around to get behind it and you are immediately aware that there is something standing behind the security controls it hasn't noticed you yet can I get everyone else who's standing in front of the door to make a stealth roll and we have the plus 10 to this, right? Yes. You are sneaky for the next hour. By the time it wears off, you will either be successful or dead. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got an 18. 25. 24. Oh, wait, hold on. I have disadvantage on that roll. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm pretty Armor. sure I'm a big boy. Oh, that's much worse. That's an 18. <laughs> I, I got 18 oh, yeah. <laughs> We're like interlock arms and just kind of walk in together. <laughs> yeah, so Zatea, you see this armored figure. It's wearing some kind of suit that's a lot more advanced than things that you've seen around. You're not familiar with the design. And it doesn't react when you come in. It doesn't react when Tyburn comes in. Its eyes immediately oh, no. lock on Velketh and Glorp. <laughs> and it is going to shoot both of you. Oh, boy. It's going to attempt to shoot one shot to each with the proton beam. Cool. So. Oh, God. Shot at Velketh. It's a 22 to hit. Yeah, that one's going to hit. And the shot for Glorp. Is a 22 to hit. Oof. Oh, I hit. Oh, I'll just say you both take that damage. You both take 20 points of radiant damage as, as you get pegged in the chest with the proton beam. Oh, goodness. <laughs> I am I'm resistant to radiant damage. 
Nice. Yay, so you only take ten. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> and Zataya? <laughs> yeah? You see, like, there's, a f- like, a flash of light that comes from, you would assume, the monitors in front of the samurai. Mm. You see it, and you recognize some sort of counter has started. And I need all of you to roll initiative. Woo, let's go. Okay. Hells. Hells, <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay, Zataya, you get to go first. There's a countdown that started somewhere, right? Yeah, started around the console directly in front of this thing. You said I have to go around to get in there? How high is it like? It's not walled, obviously. No. Can I just like leap over it to get to that? And I'm gonna hope that the three musketeers could take care of it before it shoots me in the back. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Let's go. You are welcome to try. <laughs> Actually, quick question for Glorp. Yeah. What's your dex modifier? Um, it's a uh, plus two. Okay. So I know it says that the samurai goes before you do, but they have a lower modifier, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you go first. Right. So yeah, Zatea, give me an acrobatics check as you attempt to hop over this console. 24. No problem. You just vault over, slide down, don't hit any important buttons, and you are standing in front of the console where you can see the self-destruct protocol has been activated for the staff wing. Yeah, I was afraid of that. That's why I'm gonna start hacking it. Hell yeah. Oh, be nice and say the vaulting counts as your movement. Ooh, that's very nice. Also, goodness, Glorp, your hit points are so low. I'm really squishy. <laughs> you are really squishy. <laughs> Everyone AC. else is over 100 and you're 68. Yo, oh, 68. Wow. Well, even, even for oh, that, that kind 70. of class. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 21 AC. Get behind me. Dang. <laughs> you're hard to hit, but you are squishy, my dude. Yeah. yeah. You don't put your tens in your in con? It's just me? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you want to roll computers to start a hack, or are you checking to see if you have an ability, Zataya? I actually think I'm going to use my universal access device okay. to use the black cat power. Nice. Okay. You're able to quickly analyze electronic data and transmissions within a computer system. You gain advantage on all intelligence checks made using a hacker's kit. Power also allows you to hack into and break through rank two and lower boarding talents uh, by making an intelligence check using a hacker's kit. Yeah, I'm gonna use that. Give me the roll and also describe what does it look like as you start this hack? Oh God, I don't know. (laughs) It doesn't give me a size. So we'll say it's about the size of uh, like, well, like a smartphone. <laughs> and yeah. grab some wires, splice it in, plug it in, and it starts running its thing automatically. And I'm also on the keyboard over here doing my thing, helping it, taking down, you know, firewalls, whatever, hacking shit. Trying to figure out how to stop this countdown. Yeah. 
ignoring the laughing that's happening behind, happening behind you. Yep, 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 yep. Nope, definitely ignoring that. <laughs> it's a weird uh, robotic okay. sound. Yeah, not a fan. Of, not a fan of robotic laughing. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. Hee hee, ha ha. Thirty-one. You are very quickly able to get into the system. You find the history of where people this protocol has been tested and you're able to find what code was entered to deactivate the protocol and you plug it in and then you have to go through a couple variations because that original one doesn't work because they changed it up a bit but you're quickly able to within like one to two seconds using because your device is helping run through process things faster, you are able to stop the self-destruct sequence. Whoa. Nice. That, that's nice. awesome. <laughs> so I love it. It's like three seconds. Mm. Done. Just shoom. Click, 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 click. <laughs> it stops. And I don't know if it lets everyone else's passive perception. 17. 17. 15. I don't think either of you caught what she was reacting mm. to. <laughs> it was so fast. <laughs> we just know it was something cool because yeah. it's Zatea. We all just start She does her shit. That's very important. She's very good at yeah. what she does. <laughs> so now that that's done, yeah. Glorp, it's your turn. Go, Glorp. The thing standing behind Zatea starting to reach for swords. I think Glorp, like, walks his a couple feet out just so he's barely in the room. And you see, he like does it, he pulls it, puts his like fist towards towards them and a full like his armor pings out like Samus's arm Ooh. and he just shoots, shoots it with a laser blast. <laughs> There's a second level laser blast. Oh, I rolled terribly. As uh, a 13 hit, probably not. You don't even see it move out of the way. Great, um, and then I immediately run back behind the wall Nice, nice, nice. <laughs> I got it. didn't work. Sorry, guys. Good luck. Okay. It's all right. It looked very cool, what you were doing. And now it's the samurai's turn. Oh, boy. It's going to pull out its plasma long blade. Today, uh... <laughs> and make two attacks of the person who's hacking the system. Oh. Yeah. Good. That's fair. Yeah. So that's a 17 to hit? Mm, that hits. And the second attack gets wedged between these panels. Nice. So you will have advantage on whoever gets attacks it next will have advantage because it's stuck because that was a nat one. Wonderful. Yeah, first nat one and it's not us. Let's go. <laughs> so you are going to take 13 slashing damage plus 13 fire damage. Uh, well, I'm going to uncanny dodge, use my reaction, have all that damage, so I'm going to take 13 total. Okay. It gets one good slice across your back and then goes for the head. It's like it stumbles on something and then gets the blade wedged between control panels. <laughs> totally planned that. <laughs> and you just see this like masked face staring at you 
As Velcat, it's your turn. Cool. I will use my action to dash. How do I? How would you like me to get over this little sort of uh, bar or welcome desk? Athletics or acrobatics? Yo, I'm pretty good at that. So let's give that a shot. Let's do athletics. Seventeen. Is that good enough? It doesn't look quite as cool as when your boss did it, but you yeah. are able to vault over and land with the <laughs> right beside the samurai. He tries to like do that cool like like slide over the hood of the car thing, but like just like, knocks a bunch of cups over and just like coffee goes everywhere. Oh, sorry. And then, so that was my action. But as uh, I took a feat, uh, <laughs> my very quick level up called uh, charging expertise. When I use the dash, dash action, I can make a melee attack as a bonus action, or I can make a, a shoving attack, basically. Okay. And I want to try and shove this dude uh, f- uh, 10 feet away from my friend Zatea. I want to try and shove him. <laughs> so, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, I think that's just a strength or athletics check for me and a just a either acrobatic for me. or dexterity. I think if, if the, whoever's being attacked can choose the two, either or. Yeah. So I got I'm, a really good deck save through, so we're gonna go with that. That that makes I I I, I kind of had a feeling a samurai would. I have a plus five to that, so that's a twenty-four. To push him ten feet. You land. <clears throat> both hands shove <clears throat> this unsettling creature. This unsettling construct person, you're not really sure what's going on with this thing. You shove it and he goes staggering back. I do know one thing about that dude is he attacked my friend, and that's a no-go for yeah. me. So yeah, he's spooky. And he's got silver mechanical body, like purple face where it's spooky scary. There's like you can see where a nose would be. There's no sign of where a mouth would be. Mm-hmm. And just glowing blue eyes. Mm. If this thing used to be an organic being, it hasn't been for a long time. Velkath just pushes that haunting visage away from Zatea and then turns the lights up on his suit, pulls out his big axe, and just like kind of takes up a ready position next to his friend and then just says, Keep on doing your technical magic. Uh, I got your back. I don't know how computers work. I think it's magic. So you got the glowing rainbow boy next to you? Yeah. <laughs> Not even gonna tell him it's already done. <laughs> it's, I, I, can, I can help you, don't worry. You're safe. <laughs> it's not worth taking the time. And now, Tyburn. It's your turn. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I forgot to mention in my intro that I'm a hunter class, which was basically a ranger. And part of that means I have tactical ambush. So on my first turn during a combat and until the end of that turn, so it's still my turn, I have a plus 10 to my walking speed, so 40 feet. And if I attack during that turn, I can make an additional attack as part of that same action. Good. So this thing hasn't been hit yet. Exactly. And I plan to change that. (laughs) I also have a gun. (laughs) Excellent. So I'm going to cast gun. (laughs) I'm going to cast gun, by which I mean I'm going to move into the room far enough to get a clean line of shot at it without 
my friends being in the way. And I'm just gonna fire two attacks at it. Well, no, three attacks, because I get two attacks as a level 15 hunter. So I'm gonna fire my pistol at it three times. Yeah, so just um, roll three attack rolls, and then we'll do the damage. Ah, so first one's a 12. So that's gonna miss. No. Yep, that misses. Dang, I am not shooting well. And 11 also misses. Come on, baby. Yay, there we go, go. 21. 21 does hit. Roll the damage. Okay. A nice, lovely 10 damage. This thing has just been shoved back and it's staring at Velkath as you catch it in the shoulder. Sorry, I didn't want to hit you guys. You're a bit close there. Thank you. And it turns its creepy glowing blue eyes to look at you. You see its hand reaching for the pistol. Oh boy. You, you do anything else with your turn? As a bonus action, because I can do that on this too, I'm going to dash. Nice. But I would like to dash up the wall. Because I also have Hydrotech climbers. Okay. So I can go on, go up walls and ceilings and all of that fun stuff. That's fun. That's really cool. That's super cool. (laughs) I can do that too, but I got claws. Yeah. So you take three shots, one of them lands, and then you just immediately climb up the wall. Just run up. All right. Zatea, it's your turn. Oh, it's my turn again. You think I would have had time to actually figure out what I'm doing? <laughs> you could just keep hacking. Hacker's going to hack. <laughs> or you could ruin this thing's day. Both are solid options, honestly. Actually, roll me a perception check. Okay, dokie. <laughs> uh, 33. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Oh! You see, if I did that laugh, it would be for the opposite reason. So the second you finish ending the self-destruct sequence, you see another process has automatically started to back up all of the information to the central hub and erase it from these local consoles. Oh, no. Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> yeah, nope, back to hacking. So she's like, <laughs> pats out the fire on her jacket from the <laughs> thing sort or whatever. Mm. She's like... Give me another computer check as you attempt to either stop or get this information to back up to your console. Let's go. Or your SIM unit. Because your SIM unit is linked to basically, essentially a cloud account that's connected to the ship. And let me see. I have, would this count for my master hacker feat? Advantage on intelligence computer checks made to break through the security of any computer system or access the functions of a foreign system. You can make an argument for this being a foreign system. Because <laughs> a lot of the technology you're seeing here is very different from the things that you usually work with. 28. <laughs> very carefully avoiding the blade that is stuck in the panels beside her. <laughs> Odds are evens. For David, because you did the shove. Oh. Odds are evens. Odds. Odds never fail. 
The sword went with it. Ah, they always <laughs> fail. Yeah, what are the odds? <laughs> what are the odds? Oh, no. 50-50. <laughs> the odds in that time were four. Mm. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so the blade is not there. It's very carefully avoiding the sharp edges left from the blade. <laughs> You're able to have it also copy and back up to your device, but you are not able to stop the backup that's also going on to the main hub. But you will have a copy. Yeah, that shouldn't be a problem at the moment. <laughs> so you have a copy that cannot be erased. Oh, hopefully. hell yeah. Unless you will die. Oh, no. <laughs> not happening. Don't put that energy into the world. <laughs> we're gonna, we're all gonna she's a GM. Forever. Of course she's putting that energy That's into true. the world. That is true. <laughs> yeah. Disinformation is not just going to disappear into the void. Hell yeah. You will be able to access it. You have a copy. I don't understand what you just did, but it looked really, really cool. Well done. I guess. Also, okay, I have an additional bonus action, my cunning action. I'm going to actually use my intuitive action and, and taking a closer look at this samurai and, and just getting a good look and figuring out, well, its movement's a weak point until the end of its next turn. Next time it makes a melee attack against me, it has disadvantage. Nice. Excellent. If it decides to tr keep trying to uh, hack at me with my back's turn. <laughs> <laughs> It will yeah. have to try very hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it will. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's my turn. Right. Look, it's uh, your turn. All right. What are you going to do? There's a lot of noise coming from this room. It sounds a little weird because thinner air, I guess. It's almost like a lot of the walls in this place are built with this special kind of soundproofing, maybe? Ah, well, that's interesting. <laughs> that's not a, something we could use to our advantage at all, no. I think with that in mind, I'm going to run inside and I'm going to close the door. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you roll your smart enough to kind of put together that, huh. I'm, like, realizing a lot of noise is coming out of the hall because I'm in the hall. I'm like, oh, uh, I'm dead. All right, so... <laughs> Close the door and just like tell telepathically between everyone is like um it's quiet now. <laughs> Got this guys. But then I'm going to as my action, I'm gonna cast a data ghost on everybody. Okay. That will make it harder for the computers to realize we're hacking them. Mm, uh, it gives them a, mi a minus ten to realizing that we're hacking them. <laughs> it's a little late for that, but excellent. <laughs> But it is um, for future. We're just out of practice. Yeah. Uh, that is very useful. Mm -hmm. But that's what I will do, and then I'm just gonna keep going with the rest of my little movement, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> around the edge of the room. Lorp is four foot six. <laughs> oh my god, he's, so he's just a short little guy. He's a little guy. You oh could god. probably get full cover behind the consoles if you crouch. <laughs> Fantastic. So it's the samurai's turn. Mm. So far, exactly one thing has actually managed to damage it. Oh. Uh oh. So, 
It is going to fly. Fly, huh? Of course it is. It is going Crash. to fly over to Tiber. Because <laughs> it has a 90-foot fly speed. God damn. <laughs> Good oh, wait. The samurai can make three long blade and two pistol attacks. Mm. Oh, dang. So attacks. it is going to make three slashes at you. Mm. That is a nine. The first slash is going to miss you. Nice. I don't think 11 hits either. Hey, let's go. Nope. All three slashes miss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Because since you're standing on the wall, you are parallel oh, right. to the floor. Yeah, at a weird angle. I just kind of <laughs> lean out of the way. Yeah, it, it's a little hard to gauge what attacks will hit with something that is parallel to the floor, even if you are leaned back to look up. It's like, well, that's not very nice. Just makes a weird metallic snarling noises. Mm. Yeah. And now, Velcath, it's your turn. That's me. This thing is currently about the same height that Tyburn is off the ground. And what height would that be? How tall is the room? That is an excellent question. Didn't know you had to think in three dimensions, did you? <laughs> well, it's a station, so... Imagine, like, 60 feet. 60 feet? Oh, wow, okay. Okay, so I'd probably put that at about 30, 35 feet. Yeah. That's up there. Because I could have gone all the way to the ceiling, but why would I want to do that? For sure. And I'd box myself in. <laughs> exactly. That's how you get cornered in a really bad place. This thing could just, like, grab and yank. Well, then I think what Valketh will do is just dash over to be close by. If they're 30 feet up in the air, I don't think there's any, anything I can actually do at this point, which is fine. Do you not have a gun? I do. I do. I don't understand how it works. It's a grenade launcher. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I, I feel like... You don't have just an ordinary pistol? I don't think so. I, I thought, uh, I have a grav, Gravitic. Gravi, gra, yeah. It, it looked, it sounded cool. I was like, this seems like a fun, spacey weapon. And then I clicked on it and I was like, wait a minute, this is really complicated. So just, just to keep things moving quickly, I'll just get closer to the actual threat. And then, because it seems like uh, Zatea is doing fine, still hacking over there. Yeah. And it seems like the, the only threat in the room right now is the samurai. So I think just, just out of a desire to protect his friends, he just moves over and is getting ready in case there's like a pinata situation where Kyber knocks <laughs> this guy down and he's going to just whack it with his ex. So that's the yeah. next. Yeah. Are you holding an attack action? If you'll let me. I did have to Perfect. use my action to dash, but. Yeah. We're just going to have to wait till your next turn, but you're trying. That's you're fine. There. Yeah, no, I, I'm just closing the distance for when this absolute buffoon gets within my reach, because it'll be lights out for that samurai at that point. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Quick turn, just running over. Probably, like, says something to Zatea that's really cool on the way out that uh, you can just edit in later. Like, a really cool one line. <laughs> like, a very, very cool one. I'll be back. I'll, yeah, that, damn it. <laughs> I'll, I'll be back. And he just, like, clomps off very loudly, knocks a bunch of things over again as he rolls over the, the, <laughs> the desk. 
Zatea's just shaking her head. Yeah. So Tyburn, it's your turn. Yep. There's a samurai flying in front of your face. Mm-hmm. It's right there, huh? Yep, it's right there. I'm going to shoot at it. Nice. It's right in my face, and I have point-blank shot, so I don't take disadvantage on shots with a ranged weapon. So I'm just going to fire at it twice. 18. That hits. Ew. Just hits. And... 24. That definitely so, hits. So that's two shots for seven damage and ten damage. So 17 total damage. Nice. All right. And then I will use movement to go along the wall further away from it. He's gonna take a slash with your with his possible long blade. That's fine. Because you move out of melee range. That's fine. Opportunity attack that it misses. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming a twelve doesn't hit. Let's go, Tyburn. No, a twelve does not hit. Let's go. So you just casually reach up, shoot this thing twice in the face, and then run off. Yeah. It's, it's starting to look a little battered. It's got several holes in it now. Good. It reminds me of automatons, and I hate automatons. Ooh. Ooh, some backstory there. Interesting. <laughs> Get them. And Zataya, you've got the hack going. The information's being copied. What do you do? The samurai is flying. Felkith is staring up at it like a kid waiting for a pinata to be lowered. He's like <laughs> stretching those hamstrings out, getting ready to try to jump for it, but 30 feet is a, is, is a tall order. It's <laughs> a big jump. It's a really big jump. I can jump eight feet straight in the air, though. I did just look it up. <laughs> so I can get close. <laughs> um, if you get a nat 20. I would love some nonsense on the nat 20. We'll, we'll, we'll give it a shot. It's a, it's, it's a TTRPG. It's, it's made for this kind <laughs> of shit. Know. You never know. You never know. There's a 5% chance. Right there. That's good enough for Velcap. Zero percent chance on any attacks you don't take. There it is. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also would make sense if there's, like, cabling and piping around this area. It's, this isn't meant to look pretty. It's functional, so you could, like, parkour your way up. Oh, all right, all right. Let's see if we can get creative with this. Love it. So, Zataya. Yeah. She's making assumptions here that this is automated security. This is probably not... So I'm going to poke around more. Is there something in here that I can hack to confuse the security room? Mm. Give me an investigation check. Hmm, not great at that. 14. A lot of this tech is really strange to you. You're not really sure what it does. You are very impressed that you were able to figure out this console that you're on. It does seem to be... A well-put-together amalgamation of different kinds of technology. Hacking isn't like a strenuous activity, right? Because I'm not concentrating on a power or anything? Yeah, no. I have advantage on that. Oh, let's go. Go for it. Oh, Make it a 20. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Let's All go. right. Hmm. You're looking around, and 
you have that same experience, then you spot something. In what way would you like to distract this thing? What, what I kind of picture is just throwing a lot of junk data at it all at once, so it's getting conflicting, basically, sensor feedback saying, oh, there's targets over here, and over here, and over there, and just confuse it. Gotcha. As you're glancing, you notice that on one of the consoles, the way that the information is adjusting and changing seems to be moving in tandem with what the samurai is doing. So ah. you realize it's connected to it somehow. So would you like to go and hack that? Yes, yes, I would. Roll making Peters, you, I don't think you get to use your little doohickey, though, because that is it's still working on the backup. Yeah, that's fine. They're more protective over their secrets than their robot. Yeah, minions are disposable. Mm-hmm. It's easier for me. 27. <laughs> Did you just casually shrug okay. off a 27? 27. The second die was lower than the first. True, 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 true. true. It's, it's, I was shrugging off the advantage. I see, I see. <laughs> Pardon me as I look up how confusion works because this thing is now confused. Yay! Nice. I think it, I'm reading the rules right now. It says it, it flies straight down. <laughs> that is a possibility. On, we'll see on its turn. Mm-hmm. So you now have this creature confused. Glorp. Nice. Glorp, let's what go. What do you do? All right. So uh, Glorp is going to head the rest of the way to hide under this table. <laughs> <laughs> Or it's like a data server. It slides underneath <laughs> whatever he can. And then uh, I'm just gonna try to hit it with another laser blast. Yeah, let's go. Let's, let's see. Nope. 15 does not hit. Oh, no. 15. Things just burns a hole in this wall. <laughs> you are trying to not hit either of your friends, and it's a little hard considering this. Samurai is mm. right, but well, I keep forgetting. Samurai's in the crown. You're you're a little ah. worried about accidentally hitting um, Tyburn, mm. so it misses. And mm. I'm helping a lot, guys. I got this. We're do- we're doing it. Valketh turns to <laughs> you and points and says, "Get that attitude out of here. That was sounded sarcastic. You do help a lot. Don't you ever <laughs> let me hear you say that again." <laughs> okay. So now it's the samurai's turn. Confusion, boy. Okay. Confused Construct is a great band name. <laughs> it is really good. So, David, yeah. pick a number between one and eight. Ooh. I mean, there's one clear answer. It's obviously three. Okay. So if it's a three on a D8, oh, shit. He's coming it'll down. go down. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> Nice. Six. Hey, I, I was half right. Half right with that Going one. Going up. Going straight up. <laughs> <laughs> it's his head. That would make sense for if down was three, up would be the opposite, so six. So it's going to take its full flight speed. <laughs> <laughs> straight up. Yes. 90 feet. Yes. Except he only has 30 to go. He's only got 30 to go. Yeah. I'll say it takes like a good 2d6 bludgeoning damage from smacking into the ceiling. Yeah, that makes sense. 
he's just falling up. <laughs> he flies up, smashes into the ceiling for 10 points of damage. Nice. nice. <laughs> yes. Nice. It's starting to look hard. Dad, you, you hear this crunching noise that smacks into the ceiling. <laughs> and then... Let's get a deck save to see if he falls. Oh boy. <laughs> Coming for you. Oh boy. That's a 10. Oh. He's not able to catch himself. Mm. Starts to fall. Straight in front of... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tyburn's just on the wall watching it go up. <laughs> and then go down. <laughs> so, Valka, mm-hmm. it's falling into range. Ah, oh, wonderful. And it's your turn. Beautiful, beautiful words. Po- poetic words. Just for you. It falls within like five, five feet of me, I assume. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, then I, I won't be moving. I'll just. No, we're just gonna take just gonna take the three attacks that I, I can do. I'm just gonna hit it as hard as I can with my very uh, what's it called LED infused battle axe. It looks very cool. So the first attack is 14. Probably not gonna do it. Nope. Second attack is you're going for an 18. 25 on the second attack, and then we'll just do the third attack. Too. 26. Those last two hit. Give me the damage. Cool. First is 13 points of damage, and then this, ooh, six points of damage. So 19 damage total as Zelkath is, Zelka is just bam, 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 hitting this thing. You hurt my friends. You slam into it twice. Mm-hmm. It's not dead yet, but it's close. That's that's good. Well, because now he can't really leave my range. No. <laughs> you, uh... You've made a mistake, really. you dummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think, just a double, double quick double checking here, I think that's all I can really do. Oh, <laughs> there is one thing. This is more flavor than anything. As you see, Bellcast starting to like smash and, and hit this thing with his very cool looking LED X. He's got like a like a cape or like a, like a big coat on. You see like as he's moving around, starting to like kind of move out of the way. And you, <laughs> one of the items I took is a jetpack unit. Nice. <laughs> you, you start to see it, and y'all are like, why didn't you just fly up and get it yourself, you dummy? <laughs> he's, he's just like, Because <laughs> you just got the jetpack, and you keep forgetting oh, yeah. that it's a jetpack, because mm-hmm. you're used to having to carry the the dimension, dimensional whatever bag mm-hmm. that's the sci-fi bag of holding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you just keep forgetting that that's a jetpack. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was one other thing I could. I'll I do love that, that so much. Yeah, he's he's not he's not the brightest, but he is very strong, and that is needed sometimes. I love to see it. Mm, that's it. He's he, he's our get... himbo and our hero. Woo. Yeah. He flex he flexes. Tybert, it's your turn. Tybert, let's go. And as with all ranger types, why broke what why why fix what isn't broken. Mm-hmm. Why break what ain't fixed? Why break what isn't fixed? <laughs> it's a very lawful I'm good ranger. Shoot it. I'm just going to yeah. shoot it. I'm just going to shoot it. Shoot him. Shoot it's, him. it's not worth anything else at this point. So that's a 20. Ooh, that hits. And a 23. Ooh. Those both hit. 
Give me the damage. Hit, yes. Nine points of piercing damage, followed by... Describe how this last shot kills him. Yeah! <laughs> Let's see. He's confused on the ground and just got bashed, so I imagine he's just kind of look facing up mm-hmm. at this point, and it just goes right into his creepy glowing eye. Yeah. So that shot hits and it drops. Whoa. That was amazing. All right, then. That went... okay. Yeah, we're gonna... We're gonna we got this. That was amazing. How, how, is, how is the computer magic going, Zatea? Zatea's checking her singed fur. <laughs> it doesn't smell great. I will say, um, so you still have the suits on, but every time you get slashed, they repair themselves so you don't have to worry about um, suffocating. Oh, very cool. Because that's a that's a boring thing to threaten you with. Tatea's actually got an adaptation mask. Okay. That's far. Can I walk over to the door that Dr. Glorp closed? And is there like a, is there, does it look like there's an easy way to like shove like a handle or like a broom handle between, basically like lock it up a little bit just in case people hurt us from behind? Roll me an investigation check. Cool. Not super great at those, but I'm gonna do it. That's an eight. <laughs> so. You see no way. It's impossible to, to lock, lock this, door. this door. All right. Well, onward and forwards. He <laughs> turns and starts walking over to Zatea. Checking her universal access device, or her sim, checking the download progress. Yeah. Does they have to minute after everyone's out? Or crawls back out from under the thing. <laughs> like, okay, it's done. Awesome. It was amazing. Okay. Good fight, you did fine. You're brave. You're here. That's what they say. That's all I can ask for. <laughs> That's what they yeah. say. <laughs> all you have to do is show up and you do the rest of the work from there. Yeah, 50% of the grade, right? Wonderful. <laughs> Participation award. Yeah. Zatea, are you also like looking at what kind of information you're getting? Yes. Now that I have a moment, and I'm not getting attacked from behind. Give me investigation. Fourteen. It looks like a lot of staff records of the people who would be in that wing. And some of the things you notice is there are a couple who have, like, a special designation next to them. And when you look deeper, you see they are, like, confined to certain quarters within the staff wing. And there are special controls that can be done for those quarters specifically that would eliminate whoever's inside. Is anyone else looking at the staff roster, I guess? I don't think so. I think I would just be sort of generally looking generally looking around the room, like any other exits, is there any other threats going on? Like I'll leave the the reading and the smart things to the smart folks. There's a, a doctor and a Zatea in the group. <laughs> I would say yeah, I, I probably also would run over and look with uh Zatea. Yeah, I'd probably be looking around with Velka. Mm. Yeah, so Glorp give me an investigation. Eighteen. Ooh. Okay. Get like a group cloud or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So, Glorp, as you're looking, you see the, like, the ones with, like, the special designations. You recognize a couple of those names. They're people you studied with in school. Oh. You know, they're, they're good people. Yeah, I was like, oh, I played on the, um, the ultimate frisbee team with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and you also, I'll say you're the one that spots, um, looks like a little file for, that says, for potential recruits. Oh, yeah. Open that up. You see a few more names that you recognize as well. It's like they have dossiers on various different scientists, like well-known, some that have better reputations than others. Notes including which ones would be amenable to the program and which ones would need external incentive. And you find your name on that list. Oh, uh, well... I, uh, well, I got a job if I need it. Uh, depending on how this goes. Yeah. They were unable to find you, but you were on the list that would possibly need external incentive. If you can't beat them, join them? Is that what you're saying? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, this is a good gig. Don't fire me. I'm saying that you're able to catch on to some of the things that Florp recognizes if, any, if you'd like to roll insight, but also for the other two, if you'd like to roll like perception or investigation as you're looking around. I would love to do perception. 18. 13. Together, we make a solid 31. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I don't think it is either. <laughs> I would love to you do that see... insight, by the way, once you... Yeah, there is no sign of other security. Um, Would this be related to automatons, though? Do I think it would be? There's very little oxygen, so there's not a lot of things that could provide security here, so yes. Because they are my chosen quarry, so I get advantage on perception checks against for anything related to automatons. All right. Let's see what that advantage gets you. Nat 20. Oh, <laughs> yes. So you see, there's nothing else currently in the room, but you can see faint signs where it looks like um, they rotate the security per room. Oh. Yeah, we might want to find a way to figure out where this guy was supposed to go next, because when he doesn't show up at his rotation, there might be a bit of a question there. Also, with the 20, you can also tell... The rotations, like, it takes a long period of time, and it's probably, like, in the middle of a rotation. It could be a while before anyone notices that this guy's dead unless someone comes into this room to investigate. Excellent. Don't draw attention to this room. Mm. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done that yet. No. Uh, I was really hoping he'd be the only guy here, so, uh, yeah. The whole base. What's that insight check? 20. You put together that the additional incentive, along with the people who have the special designation and the fact that there's a kill order, the ability to eliminate anyone in their rooms, those are people who are being blackmailed. They are not here willingly, oh. and it is very, very likely that Beacon is holding people who are very important to them. Yep. But they're not being held in the staff wing. It's most likely being held in the medical wing or somewhere else entirely. Hmm. The plot thickens. Okay, good information to know. You also see there's an option to 
render everyone in the wing unconscious. Oh. Oh. Is the samurai body still around? Yeah, it's still there. Cool. I want to take it and put it on the desk, or on the big bar thing. Give me a strength check. Oh. Oh, I thought you'd never ask. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, something I excel at. Yeah, 15. Very average for me, actually. Oh, man, this guy's heavier than he looks. And I'm literally the strongest person. It's a bit of like an awkward thing to try and carry, but you're able to get him over and give me like a deception huh? oh. for posing it like it's not dead. Oh, no, 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 no. I was, uh, I, I, I don't think he would be that intelligent. I think he, what he would do is uh. look to the doctor and look to Zatea and be like, do you think we need any his head or his hands for like scanning deeper into the 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 bit the, 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 the where are we the space station <laughs> deeper into this thing okay. no okay and then he pushes them off again. oh nope. well somebody should take his cool sword that's not a bad idea <laughs> i take the cool sword <laughs> anything anything else there interesting you might want to take oh yeah let me look <laughs> roll investigation and what were you asking, Ava? Oh, no, she was just pointing out that any any access to get deeper into the station would be digital. Yeah. All right. 16. Just to see if he's got anything cool. Hopefully not, like, a wallet of, like, photos of his, like, super kind family or something. That would be heartbreaking. His robot kids. Robot kids. <laughs> Welcome to first day of robot school. He's just buying assembly kit. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> baby's first day. <laughs> Making the baby is the fun part. <laughs> you have the plasma long way. You were also able to find where it stashed the proton beam. No. I found a proton beam and a cool swing pulls out the sword. Plasma sword. Whoever takes what? That is a plasma lung blade and a proton beam. Ooh. I, if anybody Do you mind wants to. I take the long blade. Yes, yes, yes. Hands it over. Kneels down on one knee. <laughs> like Dr. Gorp, do you have anything to fire at a distance when you need a little boost? Back up in case something doesn't work? <laughs> Do you want something that does 4d8 radiant damage? Yeah. Just a nice, nice little, mm. little nod. It's like, eh. yeah, sure. Yeah. Takes this gun that is probably like the size of your arm, <laughs> dragging it. Sure, yeah, let's do it. Y'all are able to get control over the security for this wing with all that, and you have the information backed up. Fantastic. So, we going on to the medical wing, I'm guessing? Yes. So, above the table, this wasn't... We, we, it didn't seem like this was one of the places we needed to shut down or, like, prepare for the, the other boarding parties, right? The other boarding parties have already broken in. You're just shutting down any sort of remote self-destruct overrides. Got it. And we, we, we accomplished that part. Or was it? Yeah, for, the, for, for this for one. For the staff one. Got it, cool, cool, cool. cool. The one staff of, one yeah. of three. Cool. <laughs> uh, oh, to the next you one. You have to do this two more times. Wonderful. 
Just just grab a, a coffee capsule off of the counter and pop it, and say, all right, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Valketh just starts walking out. Which, wait, which direction do I go? D- uh, follow <laughs> me, if you would, please. All right, Valketh. I will follow you. I'll follow you anywhere, Captain. Mm-hmm. I'll be a little bit behind, but I'll catch up. <laughs> <laughs> you have been listening to the liberation of Beacon Station and aboard the Opal Star Science Star. On the crew of the Nighthawk, we have Ava Rogers as Zatea Sky Chaser, David Tilstra as Velkith Glory, Danny as Dr. Blurp Stretcher, and Emily Anderson as Tyburn Veery. On the crew of the Erasmus Kai, we have Morgan of Mindflayed Mondays as Captain Dovrax Rihu, Michael Schofield as Dovol Ailu, Jess as Bryn Lee, and Fennec Foxfire as Starburst. On the crew of the Kitsu Nova, we have Ava Rogers as Rhaelia Lysinri, Fennec Foxfire as Delphine Gim, and Brian from Dungeons and Pop as Jack Daxter. I hope you have been enjoying the story so far, and...